Good morning and a happy Tuesday to you folks. Today I'm here to remind you that there are some leaders who have achieved high levels of success and are very unhappy and extremely ungrateful. They go through life with a pessimistic attitude and a sense of emptiness. They don't express gratitude. In fact, they pass their toxicity down to other people, infecting the workplace, infecting the family, infecting their friends and family, everyone around them with the toxicity. Just because somebody's successful doesn't mean they're a positive person or good for your life. Now, some days are harder than others. Gratitude doesn't make things magically go away. This is not an instant oatmeal type of situation, but it does put things in perspective. For example, it increases your self-awareness. So if you look in the mirror today and you decide you do not want to allow that toxicity into your life, benefits of gratitude will happen. You will start to become more grateful for yourself. And when you become more grateful for yourself, that's when life gets good, real good. Folks, I want to get this Tuesday going. Oh, yeah! It's time to play hard, work hard. Now, let's play hard. And a happy Tuesday to you folks. Welcome to a truncated, live, recorded version of the Play Hard, Work Hard morning show. Of course, this is live as I'm speaking. And we have a recorded segment coming up in just a moment or two. And then another recorded segment with U.S. Senator Kevin Kramer. In our Work Hard portion, our Play Hard portion is with Sean Forbes with OG Directory and Team Forbes and Tiffany Wilson with Aries Buildings. That interview actually is a recorded interview from a couple days before Tiffany Wilson's birthday on Fat Tuesday, Mardi Gras. Of course, that is when the Texas storm happened. So we actually pre-recorded the interview, and we tried to make it seem like it was uh, as if the day of. Well, then the Texas storm happened, and lots of things got canceled. Tiffany ended up putting 1,500 people in homes with working with Permian Lodging and Target Hospitality, and her birthday was just a complete cluster F you know what. But in the end, she ended up having a birthday party a few weeks later. But we still had this like long lost interview, recorded interview on the cutting room floor, if you will. Tiffany Wilson does a impersonation that you just don't want to miss. Folks, you don't want to miss Tiffany Wilson's impersonation. It is so fantastic, so stick around for that. Also, coming up in today's program, we have March Madness. Well, it's not coming up, but we can certainly take your logos and your emails and etc. at studio at thecrudelife.com. Studio at thecrudelife.com if you'd like to join in our reindeer games. And then in hour number two, which actually will probably be in about a half hour, we work hard with our newsmaker interview, U.S. Senator Kevin Kramer. He questions Dr. Colin Call, President Joe Biden's nominee for Secretary of Defense. And I'll tell you what, folks, it gets into climate change. It gets an interview with the Secretary of Defense ends up in climate change. You tell me 
if oil and gas doesn't affect every single part of our life. And when you think about it, the way to control oil and gas, which is 96% of our life from our toothpaste to our toothbrush to the fuel that brings it to our house, okay? Climate. The climate czar. The climate envoy. The climate minions. The climate activists. Okay? So, stick around. U.S. Senator Kevin Kramer coming up in just a moment or two after our interview, which we need to get to, by the way. But because this is segment number one, we do have sponsors, and we need to stick with kind of a little bit of a format, even though we're totally throwing out the format today. Uh, We're going to take a brief pause, and then we're going to come back with Sean Forbes, OG Directory, Tiffany Wilson of Aries Buildings, and myself, Jason Spies. And at that time, I was actually in Weld County. We were in Weld County talking with Tiffany Wilson, who was down in the Permian. But today, I'm in Tulsa, Oklahoma, which I understand is the oil capital of the world. Now, is it the energy capital of the world or the oil capital of the world? See, I I just found this out. I didn't know this. Because Gillette, Wyoming, was always the energy capital of the world. And Houston was the energy oil capital of the world. Too many capitals, too many things happening here. I need to get my bearings straight. Frackleberry Hound needs to go outside because there's all kinds of new dog smells. She had a blast in some river in Kansas yesterday, so she's been just fabulous here on the road. Frackleberry Hound, Jason Spies, coming to you here from our hotel room, getting ready with our interview later on today with Jerry Simmons, President and CEO, Domestic Energy Producers Alliance. But right now, when we come back, Tiffany Wilson and Sean Porter. It holds the power of the hour And the light switch turns your tongue sour There's no way to explain how the sky's that way It's the same reason the sky's blue When you believe in two And there's only you cuddle in With a blanket there's a certain thing that I hear ring And that's you got your mind blown Something that's never been shown You're mind blown You're mind blown And that's all you need to know Interested in becoming a sponsor? Email studio at thecrudelife.com The music heard on the Crude Life Morning Show Play Hard, Work Hard is by the Moody River Band. The Crude Life. Play hard, work hard. It's sponsored in part by Absolute Energy Field Products and Services. Absolute Energy Field Products and Services is an engineering, design, and manufacturer of oil and gas production equipment, refining, and petrochemical processing equipment. They manufacture the equipment with the highest standards as per ASME Boiler and Pressure Vessel Code, Section 8, Division 1, and can be designed, fabricated, and tested in accordance with NACE standards. Absolute Energy Field Products and Services. For more information, check out their website, absoluteenergyfield.com. That's absoluteenergyfield.com. 
Com. The Crude Life Play Hard, Work Hard is sponsored in part by American Directional Driller, especially designed for the American Directional Driller to measure bottom hole assembly equipment up to 40 feet. As of release, this product is unmatched in the marketplace. This heavy-duty 40-foot tape measure has three measurement scales on an extra-wide blade. Pick up this 40-foot tape measure at Amazon.com or be sure to check out their website, AmericanDirectionalDriller.com. The Industrial Forest. It takes an industry to build a forest. Hey folks, Jason Spies with The Crude Life. Did you know about half the trees planted in the last 20 to 30 years have died within the first year? Lack of watering, transplant shock, special interest groups, poor growing conditions are just a few reasons it takes an industry to build a forest, and that is exactly what the industrial forest does. Sustainability sheds, critical pipeline systems are implemented to ensure the forest survives and absorbs carbon for decades to come. It takes an industry to build a forest. If you're interested in sustainable forests, growing industry jobs, check out theindustrialforest.com. That's theindustrialforest.com. Play hard, work hard. Now, let's play hard. So, you're my pineapple, baby, let me be your mango Welcome back to the Play Hard, Work Hard Morning Show. My name is Jason Spies. Sean Forbes is our co-host today, sitting in for Sterling. We've got Tiffany Wilson from the Permian Basin Aries Buildings here on the line with us on our Swan Energy phone lines today. And Tiffany, it is her birthday. Happy birthday, Tiffany. It's a Tuesday today, Fat Tuesday, for those of you out there. Tiffany Tuesday. Tiffany Tuesday. Woo! <laughs> I have a song. I have a song. Felicidades a ti. En tu día feliz. Felicidades a Tiffany. Felicidades a ti. Happy birthday. Ah, thank you, Sean. <laughs> Was that Merry Christmas? Yes. Feliz Navidad? <laughs> yes. That's all I heard is Feliz, and I'm like, oh, Feliz Navidad. No, it's happy, happy birthday. It. Happy day. Oh, Happy day. We, we're, we're international here. We are international. Yes, Thank you for bringing the true. Mexican Hispanic flair. By the way, is it Mexican Hispanic? I'm not sure because I used to live with it. Col- depends. I used to live with a Colombian. Mm-hmm. Okay. His, and mm-hmm. He was adopted by a Polish family, which is really funny. Mm-hmm. But he used to joke about it all the time. He'd be like, don't call me Mexican. I'm Colombian. Oh, it's a big deal. I know. Yeah. And he would kind of <laughs> scowl at me. So I didn't want to. I didn't want to offend. You can say Latino. That's probably it safe. It's a big deal sometimes. Well, and I don't know if many of you are familiar with the Asian parts, but Korean, Japanese, Chinese, oh, yeah, Laotian. I mean, you might as well just insult their family. I yeah. mean. <laughs> you go to the nail salon, there are no Chinese. We, no Chinese. You break, you buy. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not sure we're having the same conversation, but I love it. Okay. No, I get it. She's talking no. nail salon. I, this oh, is nail salon speak. We, I get it. Here. I get it. Yes. 
That's why you're here, because I thought it was some sort of cash for gold thing. I didn't know what was going on there. I make your nose real pretty for $5 more so you get boyfriend. <laughs> you want gel or polish? Oh, you guys are a trip. <laughs> you, you guys are a trip. I can't say any of this, or I'm going to get in trouble. You guys, no problem. Okay. So with that, I'd like to try. I mean, sometimes you play a little hard here, folks, but... Uh, we are joined, of course, by the birthday girl herself, Tiffany Wilson, as she turns 30 sexy. And there's going to be a party tonight. Well, this afternoon, I thought it was tonight till I read well, your... By the way, I, par- <laughs> I read your invite and I just assumed it was like starting at happy hour. Nope. Good old Tiffany day. starts at noon and then the party continues at three o'clock. At a new bar. It's a way to do it. And then it ends at February 17th. 16th. It'll end February 17th. <laughs> it goes from the 16th to the 17th. I feel really old. I didn't catch that joke. <laughs> wow. See, I'm not 30 sexy anymore. Yeah. No, I'm just flat out 40 boring. <laughs> People stay out past midnight sometimes. By, by the way, milestone in my life, right? Okay. Lordy, b- b- lordy, let's the, get People obviously know I'm single. I say it like every day on this show. Um, It is really, it was quite remarkable to watch the shutting down of a woman's interest the minute you say the word fort. You don't even have to say 41, 42, 43. It doesn't even matter. As soon as you start uttering the word 40, they just shut it down. It is so funny. Oh, absolutely. It's the F word. I've heard that BS too. <laughs> I've heard that too. I I do know this. You can go from cool to creepy in the same sentence really quick when you're forty. <laughs> they realize it. How old you are? Like, oh no. Okay. <laughs> okay. So that's the type of banter you could have at the thirty sexy something party with Tiffany Wilson. So uh, you are turning thirty sexy this year, which is the ambiguous sexy. term for come find out. And what what uh, type of uh, event are we looking at here? Friends, alcohol, and uh, you know, usually turns into a lot of oil-filled talk. But I'm going to try to keep that simple this year and just have a good, happy, happy time because there's been a lot of hard times around here the past past year and about about year, almost year. Well, (laughs) Sterling last week, we were talking about, uh, I can't remember what it was, but it had to, it had to do with, he used the term social release and it's, it's like once a year, these certain cultures, this and that, they do these like one week purges or one day purges type of things. And, and this new story that we were talking about, I wish I could think of it off the top of my head, but I can't, but. Sterling, it was a great, you know, he's boarding school, so he's got just unbelievable articulation and then also the mind of a gutter. So it's it's, it's quite a fits it's perfect in, balance. He fits in well with the oil field, okay? Sterling Silver, he would never do that. So, but he used the term social release, and I just went, that's exactly it. Tiffany, that's what your party kind of sounds like. It's just going to be, uh, um, when, when, listen, when. When you're with Tiffany Wilson, you're you're always playing hard and you're always working hard. That's just the way it goes. And with Jason Spies and Sean Forbes, it's the same way. That's why 
were part of this show is that that is oil and gas. And when it's somebody's birthday, it's a little bit different. It's a little more of the play hard side. So I'm looking at your birthday, not only as Fat Tuesday, but if the bankers can take off Monday for President's Day, hey. oil and I gas can take off, off Tiffany Tuesday, <laughs> damn it. Yeah, it looks like it's Mardi Gras themed, so I hope you get the baby Jesus. <laughs> Are you doing anything Mardi Gras? What's up? I've got lots of Mardi Gras stuff for Fat Tuesday as well from the last event we had, which was amazing. Did you see the pictures? I did. You looked great with the mask on. You looked like you were one of the only ones festively dressed up, though. Well, no, I went through the. There was we had a sold out show. Yeah, yeah, I saw that. The food was amazing. We sent someone from South Louisiana to come cater it. Well, we interviewed and, uh, him. We interviewed Carol. Yes, Carol, and he. Uh, we went through the whole every everybody there and put so a little bit of Mardi Gras on them. I, they just really. Uh, the culture there is really cool. Premier Offshore Catering, for those people mm-hmm. who would like to uh, have his catering flown in Absolutely. by helicopter or boat. <laughs> <laughs> he wants to get you down there on that boat and go through the swamps. I said we, he, that would be a really neat show. If I ever went on a swamp tour and made it back, I would think that would be one of the greatest greatest life achievements ever. Honestly, because my, my whole thing is that they're going to feed me to the gators. <laughs> like they're gonna be so annoyed with me they're gonna be done with me just a gator bait this is the perfect way to get rid of him for who needs a wood chipper let's take him out to the you no know, i was telling one of the fishing guides down in venice louisiana that's as further south as you can go where they used to dock the boats and go to the offshore rigs that uh you were thinking about going down to carol's and he said he would love for you to film down there too and i thought wow jason's getting uh, famous from North Dakota all the way to the Cajun side of, of the United States. <laughs> you know, it's so funny. We just, I got this week, last week, I got asked to go speak at the uh, Dickinson API chapter. Mm-hmm. And um, of course, that's that's where the Bakken barbecue, Bakken barbecue is every year is in Dickinson, North uh-huh. Dakota. And my radio program airs on like five radio stations there. So I'm I'm I am like a local celebrity in Dickinson. Well, I graduate I graduated in Fargo. Okay, I'm from Fargo. I live in Fargo. I Fargo is very Austin Boulder, so we don't have any oil and gas programs. So nobody knows me anymore around Fargo. I'm I'm 40 gross. So you know I'm not I'm not 30 sexy like you. I'm 40 gross. So. So, 40. so nobody knows me around Fargo anymore, the place that I still volunteer and do all this work and this and that. I go to Dickinson. I get say eight people say, hey, Jason, hey, Spice, when I'm walking 10 feet from my parking lot to the store. I think that's so funny that you guys are now, oh, yeah, you, people in the Permian know you now. So anyway, I just find that funny. You're more popular in the state. So are you going to make it to our Pipeliners uh, cook-off next month? I'm going to be down in the Permian next month. Yes, I am. I am going to be down there for the, I was actually planning my trip around the Oil Field Connections kickoff happy hour party, uh-huh. um, which is going to be a first uh, at night. Yes. That would be amazing. Yes. And then the golf tournament the next day. Our cook-off's not till the next week, but that's going to be a good one for the 
Permian Pipeline Association. Now, I don't golf, but I definitely am a drunk driver. I, either, I mean, I designated driver. Golf, I, I, I actually have my golf I, cart out, so you could totally uh, jump on that golf cart. I, I like to drive the cart or at least sit in the cart and keep the driver company. Yeah, I, you but, might want to drive it. Yeah, I don't necessarily like to do the golfing as much because I, I was a former baseball player and I just, it just didn't. I tried golfing for three, four years and I just didn't care for it. Too many rules. <laughs> Too many people that like rules. And honestly, I don't care much for the outfits. I don't. I, I wear very colorful outfits when I play golf and I tee it up. Uh, and, uh, I tee it up in the fairway. Yes, I would love to. In fact, well, Shauna well, and Shauna and I might do a show from down there. Yeah, she, she should join us. We have definitely. In fact, we should do that. We should do a show from the happy hour. Okay, that will air the next morning. So it'll be our like our first pre-recorded show because, of course, this is live right now. Yeah. It's Tuesday. Tuesday. On Tiffany's Fat Tuesday. Birthday. Whoop, whoop. So um, Tiffany Tuesday. Tiffany Tuesday. I think we got we to gotta start doing more of that. You know, and if you're busy, we'll but find Tiffany some Tuesday, other Tiffany. I love, I love Tiffany Tuesdays. Oh, yeah, we've got a few Tiffany's in the industry, but I'd, I'd hate to give up my Tiffany Tuesday. I mean, we just made it. <laughs> well, uh, Tiffany Steiner, of course, she's the co-founder oh, yes. of the Bach and Barbecue. I would share my Tiffany Tuesday with Tiffany Steiner. <laughs> okay. <laughs> well, all right. So the Fat Tuesday party. Let's let's get a rundown here a little bit. How did this start? Is this? Uh, by the way, I do have one question for you. Yes. Is the how much of a Fat Tuesday party is this going to be? Now, I, I understand it might be this just later in the evening that's fine but how much of is there beads is there daiquiris is you know what type of culture are we bringing in are we not bringing in uh we're bringing in well we've got the beads okay um not necessarily the culture of the beads i hopefully uh, so we might as well just end the conversation right here because that was the back. <laughs> that was exactly my workaround, my sneaky way. Because women have been exposing their breasts during Mardi Gras since 1889. This is not a new phenomenon. This has been going on since 1889. So damn it. That's funny because when I go to New Orleans, well, I bring a bunch of know, beads I and I make I men show I their can't boobs. Say what people do when they wear their beads after you know the luncheon. That- we don't have alcohol. Uh, my birthday, um, alcohol uh, is more than welcome. That's where it lies at, at two bars. But uh, what people do with their beads is not my business. <laughs> the practice was mostly limited to tourists in the early days <laughs> in the crowded areas of the French quarters. Now, to me, that just seemed like something that the locals were doing for fun. That was like, we don't have TV invented yet because it's 1889. Let's just make a bunch of women expose themselves to us and we'll give them beads. We'll call it Fat Tuesday. Everybody cool with that? Okay. So I believe they have canceled it this year because, you know, last year is when it actually, when COVID really became, uh, became the start of it. It was right at... Mardi Gras time, actually. It was March know. Madness, yeah. It was, it was so. It was the first week of April for last week of March. It was actually the Middle last of week of March when they shut everything down. Yeah, it, they shut everything down, but it was starting to yep. hit certain places. Right and when they Mardi when, Gras was the first. I think you're probably right. That was the first big social gathering that they focused on. 
where mm-hmm. they kind of use that as like, this is where it's spreading. Well, not right. only um, just because of Mardi Gras, but because Mardi Gras, M- Mardi Gras brings in so many different people from around the world. Right. Yeah. So, so everybody loves to celebrate it. And I think that uh, that Tuesday is still going to show the love that we all have for, uh, for Mardi Gras. I mean, I know I am. I love I love the culture and uh, the oil and gas industry has always been good to the Louisiana people. And they've a lot of them have moved to West Texas to continue that career. And uh, I know that uh, I'm going to celebrate it with my Louisiana friends on my birthday t- today. It's also called Pancake Tuesday. It's also called what? Pancake Tuesday. I don't know why, oh. but I'm just looking at Wikipedia right now. Well, it's not Pancake Tuesday anymore. It's Tiffany Tuesday. <laughs> Boom. I love that. <laughs> Tiffany Tuesday. Screw you, Taco Tuesday. <laughs> right? No more Taco Tuesday. It's Tiffany Tuesday. <laughs> Changing it. Do you have a uh, Do you have plans at all? Because I, never mind. It's just you're you're gonna do this so party for, and then see what happens, Friday, huh? Friday, uh, there's about ten to thirteen of us women headed down to Rockport, Texas, to see Bernadette Collins and Vicki Leach. <gasps> I love and Vicky. We are all going to uh, spend the weekend there, girl, girls' weekend. Down in down in the Gulf. Yes. On Friday till when? Sunday. Yes, we actually have a girl from Colorado coming. Uh, Taylor Knickerbocker. Did you just make up that name? <laughs> no, she's uh, she lives in Colorado. Her last name is Knickerbocker. It sure is. <laughs> Would you please ask her if she would be interviewed? I don't even... She can talk about whatever she wants. I just really want to introduce somebody with the last name Knickerbocker. That is really her last name. That is fantastic. That's the that's the actual full name of the New York Knicks. The New York Knickerbockers. Now, that's right. She is uh, Newman Welding, Golden, Colorado. I did not even know that was a last name. Awesome. I learned something. I love when I learned something. I did not know that. That is so cool. It sure is. And there's women from all over coming. I mean, we've got Frankie out of East Texas. Irma's coming from. She's uh, she's New Braunfels, but she's working in Shreveport, Louisiana now. And then uh, just women all over, you know. What's your name? Shana, Johnny Shana, Astro. Shana, if Sean Shauna can get there, then come on. <laughs> oh, I know. I've been talking to Vicky for so long about coming out. I need to plan a trip. My name is Russell Bronco. <laughs> this would be the perfect weekend to do it. Jeremy Islander. Is it is it warmer than at minus nine degrees? That's what the it, temperature was at my house this morning. Jim Washington football team. I'm sorry. I'm I'm just stuck on cool names with sports teams now. <laughs> okay, so Friday, you guys are it's a little girls party down at the uh, golf. Yes. We are, are you guys going to go golf. out fishing and stuff? Um, you know, we usually say we're going to, and then we end up on the back porch laughing so hard mm-hmm. that uh, we never make it anywhere. See, now you're making me want to really go down to Texas this next week to go to you know. You should come. Mm-hmm. All right. I was invited, you see. You know I invited you last time. I know. I know. I've been kicking myself. I mean, I should be there tonight for your birthday. I Or tonight in about two hours. Never mind, because you guys start at noon. You should be there this weekend even because I invited you last time. And 
remember all the deer would come up on because they live on the country club right up beside the beach and the deer come up and we feed them and um it's a really cool place hmm yeah all right well all right before we tune out everybody because they're like going what are they talking about now and all this other stuff so <laughs> well i mean we're talking about how a lot of people from the oil and gas industry end up over by the coast and it happens uh quite a bit there's quite a few of them down there actually um they work in the permian and then they go off to the coast on their days off hey by the way do you guys want to be in march madness again Yes, absolutely. Okay, we're going to start that up again uh, now that the Super Bowl is done and we've awarded the winners for that. We're going to start our March Madness pool as well. And assuming they actually have a tournament this year, which I assume they're going to, it's going to make my life a lot easier. Um, mm -hmm. We're going to take 68 teams and we're going to match you up with the 68 teams that are bracket in the bracket i guess and then you just kind of go from there last year they canceled the tournament and so we did a dice game just to continue on that's how we met sterling he was the uber foods delivery driver trying to make life work during the pandemic when his business didn't get any ppp money being a small business owner like he was and stuff so we we brought him on here in the crude life i'm like dude you grew up on a oil base yeah I'm pretty sure a few people in the industry wouldn't mind hearing from you. I mean, you've got stories that are relatable, but I've never worked in oil and gas. Doesn't matter. You grew up in it, man. <laughs> well, I mean, okay. Yeah. His wife works at Starbucks and he's a big liberal, but he sticks up for oil and gas more than anybody I know because he totally understands every one of his life experiences and opportunities are a result of oil and gas, whether it's from his dad working for Ramco or it's the fact that 95% of our daily lives come from oil and gas. He's Well, and that's all that it takes, and that's all that it really matters is having someone that supports it or is there for it because I run into so many people when I come home. I live in Lubbock, and even some of my family, they're either all for it or they they don't understand my lifestyle because, like you said, you know, play hard, work hard. When I go to work, it's nonstop, and it's the only thing I think about for days. Well, I've looked at it like, you know, you got to look at the way that these these kids, and whether they're millennials or they're Generation Z, Y, you know, if we're getting into different higher – maybe we're into emojis now. Is it, is it Generation Cowboy Hat emoji yet? I don't know. <laughs> but my point is, is that, they, you know, they've been trained – to think a certain way about fossil fuels and anybody listening to the show right now knows exactly what i'm talking about and it's different in each state and it's different at the mass culture level i was watching south park the other day and they were doing something on man bear pig which was just a whole social uh commentary on global warming so this has been going on for a long time what sterling has brought in my opinion is he's infused a, a perspective that we haven't had before to where his wife and her co-workers are actually listening to an oil and gas show. Like, the reason we have the, the Moody River Band on and a lot of these bands is because now we have bands promoting the oil and gas industry instead of protesting against it. And just, unfortunately for the oil and gas industry, they need to understand it's going to take small steps. And it's going to take a lot of small steps in order to win back that narrative. 
But actually having Starbucks employees that are under the age of 25 listening to an oil and gas show because a guy's, you know, a girl's wife or husband works is on it and they're laughing at it and having a whole different perspective. That's a step in the right direction. And that's the momentum we're trying to create here is that sort of thing. So, you know, bringing Tiffany Wilson on to talk about Tiffany Tuesday. This is relatable to people. This is the type of stuff people want to hear about is just, hey, here's a person having a birthday. And look at this. They're starting at noon. <laughs> downtown midland <laughs> by, by the way where is the event i don't even think we've talked about that yet 23 minutes into the interview so do you do you want me to give the rundown or do you got the information no it's downtown midland just at, at the bar at and then the one next door from what i understand it's like kind of like a hole in the wall bar i've never really been there but oh it's next door about that so the actual name of the bar is the bar. Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry, bar. the bar, like the Ohio the State University. It's in downtown Midland. So if you're working there and you uh, have some customers that work down there. Now, is that where the tall buildings are? Uh-huh. Okay, because, I mean, Midland's really spacious. You know, the I was telling Sean, you know, the, the, Midland, no matter, I mean, you could be across the street from something and it's still a 15 minute drive. So it's, it's very odd, but you could also be 10 miles away from something. And it's only 15 minutes. So yeah, I'm excited about it. You know, last year I spent my birthday out in Orla and everybody's still, like, it's kind of like we all celebrate each other's lives because we learn to, we learn to live together and we learn to be away from our families for so long that, um, you know, we just kind of stopped at, uh, over by Red Bluff and celebrated my birthday for about 30 minutes. They had cake for me, and, uh, you know, we just, that's how we roll out here. We're a family. I'm just reading this again. Come celebrate with Tiffany Wilson as she turns 30 <laughs> sexy. Wear the bar, the bar, in Midland when February 16th today. At 12 p.m., that's noon, folks, just in a couple hours, the party starts. That's editorializing. Also continued here on the advertisement. The party will continue at the Lone Star Bar at 3 p.m. <laughs> Cheers. And you mentioned the Lone Star Bar is right next door to the bar. The bar. Okay. Yeah, now, walk over there. I, I do feel because of my background, you know, I am a trained journalist and I have won awards in the newspaper and in the mag and the new magazine and the news and the radio industry, all three actually, not I'm thinking about and the hospitality industry, by the way, two years, I won national hospitality for my work at a restaurant and hotel. That's right. Uh, d- different life. What, I what, what, I, and so it's all this together. Okay. It's, it's the hospitality. It's the news. And all this to where I feel the need to do a public service announcement that if the Lone Star Bar does not have Uber drivers nearby, Uber drivers, go to the Lone Star Bar around 5 p.m. Because if the party starts at noon, at 5 p.m., there are going to be people probably needing to ride home. Just public service announcement. That's all this is. We do have designated drivers. Of course you do. But I'm just saying, if you're an Uber delivery driver, you could probably, you know. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, you know, I mean, right. uh, you're 
make some money because I know when I've been drinking, when I call Uber, I tip well. You know, I'm, <laughs> I'm sure others do too. Well, I find when I've been drinking, I tend to be a little more liberal with my money and a little bit more doing what I want to do. <laughs> Not what you should do. But yeah. It's like, a designated driver, get out of here. Where's the Uber guy? <laughs> I want to go to Neptune or whatever, you know? That's tequila talking. Sorry. Oh, I thought it was a gentleman's club. <laughs> <laughs> Better line. I mean. That's why Sean Forbes is here. Okay. <laughs> Tiffany, and, and final thoughts here as we uh, kind of wrap up. Uh, any birthday wishes, my dear? Well, you know, my one birthday wish, we're not going to put it on the air, but, you know, I'm giving my birthday wish out. Well, hopefully that car will be in your parking lot, you know, in your driveway, the nice Lotus or Lexus or whatever it was. No, I'm just kidding. Um, but happy birthday to you. And I certainly can't wait to see you in March when I head down there. And hopefully we can get Sean Super Forbes to come down. Super excited to see both of y'all. Hey, by the way. We should probably let you plug your business real quick. So let's let's uh, kind of wrap up a little bit and remind people what Aries Buildings does. Give them your elevator pitch. As Aries Buildings, we have two lodges in West Texas, Goldsmith and Orla. We run it hotel style. So whether you are a corporation or an individual, you can come into the lodge, all meals included. We also have four in South Texas. Those are not meals included. We have a pretty great rate going on there. We have one in Oklahoma, and we have one in North Dakota. We also have a commercial side. We actually have a yard in Odessa now. So if you're getting your office buildings from Dallas or somewhere like that, we have a yard right there in Odessa. We have a new sales rep um, that's working out of that location in South Texas. His name is Joseph Long. Um, I call him Big Joe because he's about six foot five. Yeah, G.I. Joe. He's um, can't miss him. He's a big guy, and he's very knowledgeable. He worked for Deep Well Services, and he, he physically picks up the temporary housing and moves it right to their to their yes. preference. I mean, Absolutely. he looks like he's big enough to do it. Absolutely. Yeah, I've seen a few pictures of him, and I'm like, holy smokes, is that a former <laughs> pro wrestler or what? One of the maintenance guys said he could have two positions here, uh, sales and security. <laughs> <laughs> just put a picture of him up front, right? Exactly. It's just a, a cardboard cutout we'll keep, right? Okay. Well, that's uh, Tiffany Wilson, U.S. Director of Sales, Aries Residential. Actually, Aries Buildings, we'll just call it that. And um, happy birthday, Tiffany. Thank you so much. You bet, and we will see you in Any March. If my customers call after 12, I'll still answer. Um, after 3, I may forward my phone. But as I always say, I'm here to put heads on beds. And uh, happy birthday to me. Happy birthday. Happy birthday. <laughs>
Interested in becoming a sponsor? Email studio at thecrudelife.com. The music heard on the Crude Life Morning Show, Play Hard, Work Hard, is by the Moody River Band. So now the shark's in the water, babe, they think you're pretty sweet. No, they're never gonna get you with the big old pearly teeth. Yeah, the word in the water is way too pretty to eat. The Crude Life with host Jason Spies. So there's still people without power as of this morning. You know, right now, I think there's very limited driving out there in West Texas. They're generating about 5% of the power today uh, in, in Texas. Sensitive in a microphone because I just poured a glass of water because we don't have running water here yet. I mean, this, is, this has been uh, a very trying week for a lot of people across the state of Texas. Uh, there are, and let me just say this, I'm sorry that so many Texans were let down by their grid. On the phone talking with us today, Chairman Christy Craddock of the Texas Railroad Commission. We have roughly 470,000 miles of interstate and intrastate pipe and pipelines in Texas, and roughly another 500,000 miles of gas utilities uh, lines in Texas. So we have a lot of, and gathering lines are in that 470,000 miles as well. So we have a lot of pipe in Texas. We're the largest pipe state by a sixth. It it is a very challenging day in Texas right now. Uh, The grid operator is projecting that nearly three million homes in Texas uh, are without power today. uh, And and there's- It's our snowy here in Lubbock again. I mean, I don't, I thought it was supposed to be sunny today. So I'm from Odessa, and that's a big part of my district, but I also represent, uh, in addition to Ector County, uh, three other counties in the Permian Basin. So Andrews County, Ector County, Ward County, and Winkler County, but uh, all, all in West Texas, all in the middle of the oil patch. You know, when they close the roads down, we can't transport that, that those, uh, those materials. And so we can't get the product to uh, where it needs to go to get refined so that we can either one, heat our homes, or two, uh, have fuel for our vehicles. Um, with pipelines, that doesn't really come into effect. You know, once the pipelines are laid, not much can stop that that crude oil or uh, natural gas from getting from point A to point B. They are so far behind the curve on getting the storage, the battery storage, uh, in place to be even be able to handle a, 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 the, you know, the most minute degree of storage for a case like what happened in Texas. And now, you know, there's gonna be a spotlight on that. And just an incredible impact. We saw nearly 30 gigawatts uh, come offline yesterday. Half of the lodge went without water since Saturday. On Friday, the Railroad Commission uh, took quick action. I know you recently had Chairman Craddock on. We'll have water for until 5 p.m. and then we'll be off again for the night. On Friday, I sent a letter asking the Public Utilities Commission of Texas to rescind its order authorizing uh, these uh, generator, these generators or these providers to increase the rates. You know, I don't know that true, but I don't think I'd want to be in a hospital in Dallas, Texas on, a, on life support and know that wind energy is going to be my source of keeping that machine running, right? J.P. Warren reporting from uh, Houston, Texas at 9, 12 a.m. Uh, I don't even know what day it is right now. I think it's Wednesday. Uh, we ran out of water yesterday. Well, I've had maybe three hours of sleep in 
for you guys. Play hard, work hard. Now let's work hard. Thank you, Mr. Chairman. Thank you for um, the hearing. Thank you, Dr. Call, and thank you for our discussion a couple of weeks ago. I, I enjoyed it very much and look forward to, to more of them. I, I wasn't going to bring up any of the political issues until you responded to Senator Tillis. So I just have to address the Russian collusion question. I think he asked a, a, a pretty straightforward question after Russian collusion has been um, uh, deemed to be an untrue, basically a lie by the Mueller report and the bipartisan Senate committee report. Um, I think you started out your, your response to his question about your tweets pretty, pretty good, pretty well. You said that they were a reflection of media reports at the time. I just wish you would have continued to say, now that the media have been proven to be liars, um, I no longer believe that, rather than trying to rationalize it by changing the definition of collusion. Um, but I want to get into some policy things, so I'm not going to... I'm not going to spend a lot of time there. You can respond later. But I do want to piggyback a little bit on what uh, Senator Rounds was asking you about. You and I talked about the importance of the triad, not a dyad, not, but the importance of the triad. And I appreciate your personal view that the triad is important, and, and both in the past and going forward. But I want to be real clear. Do you believe that the Minuteman Three can continue to be serviced? Uh, as you know, these are decades-old um, weapons systems, and, and, and can the life continue to be extended without some consequence? So my knowledge of the life extension programs on the Minutemen 3 is four years old. Um, uh, so I don't have the classified uh, analysis. I have, of course, seen the public statements by the STRATCOM commander. I have no reason to question those uh, statements. Uh, this will obviously be an issue that it, I will dig into more if I'm confirmed but I have no reason to disbelieve the, the STRATCOM commander. Well, if you believe the STRATCOM commander, then that's, that's pretty good advice, I'd, I'd say. Um, and I, I, won't, I won't get further than into the, to the funding ramp for GBSD, because we really are on it, I think, at the end of the rope and, and can't change that trajectory much. So I look forward to you digging into that more. Um, and, and part of it is because you said something, I think it was in your opening statement or maybe in, in the question, one of the early questions about um, deterring China means that China can't believe they can win, or something. That's a paraphrase, and that's you know a paraphrase of lots of statements similar. And I just think that the the deterrent that the triad provides, and the modernization that includes the LRSOs, the you know the the reengineering of the bombers that we have at Minot, the you know GBSD that we have at Minot, are, are all important parts of that. You, we talk, you talked a little bit about the Abraham Accords, and I would just ask you in, in, in a more specific way, how have the Abraham Accords? changed the, the landscape, if you will. Uh, it's interesting you say four years ago, like, you know, like four years is a long time, except it is a long time. It's amazing what's happened in four years. So, so maybe you could just elaborate on that a little bit. Yeah, I, I, think, the, I think the Abraham Accords, I, I give the Trump administration credit for getting the Abraham Accords across the goal line. I think it is the culmination of a set of threat, uh, trends, frankly, that have been in the region for about a decade. Um, one is a common assessment of the Iranian threat, which has moved Israel closer to uh, many of its Arab neighbors. Two is a concern for various extreme forms of Islamism, Al-Qaeda, ISIS, the Muslim Brotherhood. Um, and another factor, I, th I think, is a perception that uh, the region needs to rely more on itself. And so that has pushed Israel and its neighbors uh, together. 
So I commend the Trump administration for leaning into those strategic trends and the Abraham Accords are something I think we should continue to encourage. Thank you. Now, one more thing, because I, I've really, again, I've enjoyed this very much, this discussion today, uh, especially in the, the honest policy disagreements. And I really appreciated your answers to Senator Shaheen about Nord Stream 2. And we know this is a continuation of policies by this government, that, and we have great concerns. But I, I, it hadn't occurred to me until uh, just a little bit ago how directly connected Nord Stream 2 is to not only national security, but to climate change. Uh, and I would like you to, if you if you could, uh, speak just a little bit on an, a good alternative to Russian oil to our European allies, and that might be American LNG, which is produced and delivered with about 46% um, lower emissions, greenhouse gas emissions. So it both is, a, as, a, as I said, a national security benefit as well as, um, uh, you know, a, a greenhouse gas emissions benefit. Well, Senator, obviously, I'm not an environmental expert uh, or an expert uh, on LNG. Um, I, I do think there's a there's a good argument that LNG is an important bridge fuel uh, uh, to a, a more carbon neutral uh, fuel mix or energy mix. Um, but I'd have to look into the issue more to give you a, a better answer. I appreciate it. Thank you. Thank you, Mr. Chairman. Exclusive interview industry news, environmental innovation at thecrudelife.com. Music heard on the Crude Life Morning Show, Play Hard, Work Hard, is by the Moody River Jason Space. Thank you for joining the program today. You know, I, I come from an oil background. My family's been in the oil and gas industry for 60 years. I, I think the thing with the younger generation is the younger generation has pretty much bought into the climate change phenomenon. They really believe everything that people tell them. We just want to thank everybody that has been so supportive of us, and especially you, Jason. Without, without your help, I don't think our event would be as successful as it is. So I, I don't want to be real critical of them because being a guy who's, you know, dad has several small businesses and, and coming from that sort of small business background, I get it. I mean, the, the, the operators here were put in a real bad position by the state of North Dakota. I'm glad that we've got people like you to pay attention and bring us information on stuff like this. Prices can't go any lower for services. I, I, they're, they're too low right now. I, our margins are in the single percentage point if we're lucky, and we're not lucky that often. You're exactly right. ESG is becoming more and more important to shareholders. I can speak for my 20 companies. They take it very serious. It makes perfect sense, and I thought you had a really good 
show last week. Jason, I love your inquisitive questions because you you ask important questions that that lead to the most important truths. Hey, this is Kevin Kramer representing proudly the state of North Dakota, United States Senate. Talking to Jason Speece, who's like the best energy interviewer in the world. No one does an interview like Jason Speece. We all like living the crude life, so. <laughs> the Crude Life with host Jason Speece. My name is Jason Spies, and this is the Crude Life Daily Update. On today's episode, we talk about Women's History Month. Every March since 1987, Congress and U.S. presidents have designated this month as Women's History Month. This year, the Crude Life celebrates and honors their accomplishments and vital contributions in history with interviews and stories that center around women's experiences in industry. These women are not only modern-day leaders, but they are truly historic as well. This is Kathleen Scama, president of the Western Energy Alliance. No, I wasn't expecting any olive branch at all. Uh, the Democrat Party has decided that they don't like oil and natural gas, and uh, they were clear that they're going to go after us. I, I don't think that's any surprise. Now, there are moderate Democrats like Senator Joe Manchin in West Virginia, um, some Texas Democrat who are uh, congressmen. There's some in the the California oil patch as well um, that are moderate. But overall, the party is, is has moved far away from the working class and has decided that the coastal elites are the base of their party. So the coastal elites demand that uh, climate change be addressed, and they don't really care if Western jobs are sacrificed. They don't care if rural economies across the West uh, are pretty much decimated. Um, they look at federal lands as if they're Yellowstone and Yosemite. They go from San Francisco and New York, and they go to Moab to ride their uh, mountain bikes, or they go to Yellowstone to look at geysers uh, or rock climb in you know, Yosemite. They don't look at the hundreds of millions of acres of working working landscapes across the West that are suitable for ranching and mining and timber and, uh, of course, energy development. So they look at public lands and they see an opportunity for the government to exert more control on them, which they certainly do. And uh, that's, that's just where they're going to focus their efforts first. Uh, you know, right on day one, President Biden announced he was going to revoke the permit for Keystone. He was going to stop leasing in, uh, stop moving forward in Anwar up in Alaska. To listen to the full-length interview with Kathleen Skama from the Western Energy Alliance, visit thecrudelife.com. That's thecrudelife.com. Please join us all month long as we celebrate Women's History Month here at The Crude Life. From the staff here at The Crude Life Week in Review, my name is Jason Spies, asking you to always remember, energy is more than an industry, it's a way of life. The Crude Life is sponsored in part by... It takes an industry to build a forest. Hey folks, Jason Spies with The Crude Life. Did you know about half the trees planted in the last 20 to 30 years have died within the first year? Lack of watering, transplant shock, special interest groups, poor growing conditions are just a few reasons it takes an industry to build a forest, and that is exactly what the industrial forest does. Sustainability sheds, critical pipeline systems are implemented to ensure the forest survives and absorbs carbon for decades to come. It takes an industry to build a forest. If you're interested in sustainable forests, growing industry jobs, check out theindustrialforest.com. That's theindustrialforest.com.
Com. The music heard on the Crude Life Morning Show, Play Hard, Work Hard, is by the Moody River Band. Interested in becoming a sponsor? Email studio at thecrudelife.com.